0: Welcome, my friend, to another episode. Hey, before we get started, I want you to picture this. Your best caregiver self. What would it look like? Imagine living your caregiver journey with vitality and joy. It might seem like a distant dream right now, but you know what? It is entirely within your reach. When you craft a personalized path focused on quality care, And your well-being, the impossible becomes possible. That's what the Empowerful Caregiver School is all about. You'll receive daily video lessons, a robust journaling workbook packed with practical strategies and reflective questions guiding you towards growth and empowerment as a caregiver. Plus, you'll be part of a supportive community in our private Facebook group and join us for biweekly group coaching sessions. Let's rewrite your caregiver story together. Join Empowerful Caregiver School today and start thriving. Click on the link in the show notes or go right out to my website at kathielvan.com forward slash Empowerful to learn. Okay, let's jump into today's lesson. Well, hey there, and welcome to episode 30 of the Caregiver Cup podcast. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's episode 30. It is such a privilege to share this message with you and help you as a working woman caregiver. Today, the episode I hope will help you is all about resilience. Before I actually jump into the actual topic, I want to share an analogy or a story with you that will tie into the whole topic. Um, this is something that happened about two weeks ago. I was driving my mom's car home from her apartment to my house and I noticed that a light was on in the dashboard and I made the assumption that it was her oil that needed to be changed because you know how you got that little sticker that the oil companies put on or the oil technician puts on your dash or on your window. I pulled that down and it said that the oil was supposed to be changed on or before December 30th. Well, I totally missed the bar on that one. And so I brought it to my husband who works at an automotive dealership in our city here. And he brought it in the next day, got the oil changed. I think the little sheet said they rotated the tires. Everything was good to go. Well, I jump in the car a couple days later, and I'm driving to my mom's, and I think I had to bring her to a doctor's appointment while the dang light was on again. And I thought, well, maybe the technician just didn't turn the change oil light off, and it just stayed on. And so I just made the assumption, and I brought it up to my husband that night, and he said, let me go look at it. And he said, Kathy, that's not the check." And check oil light. It's the check engine light, and I'm like, "What does that mean?" And he said, "I'll bring it in. We'll run it on the computer, and then the mechanic can determine what needs to be done." Well, what happened is it needed an engine cap, and I have no idea what that means. But all I know is it was covered underneath her warranty, so we were good to go. They checked, um, they fixed that. The light isn't on anymore. I have a new sticker with the oil change on the top, so we're good to go. And you're probably thinking, what does this have to do with caregiving and the topic today about resilience? But it does. You in and, and I'll I'll get to it more later, but I'll just kind of share a little bit. But if I would just leave the check engine light on, assuming that it was an oil change and they just forgot to turn it off, there probably could have been something that would eventually go wrong with the car. And I would have missed the warranty window and all that good stuff. So let me shift gears a minute and talk about the whole topic on resilience here. And then I promise we'll tie it in more later. But things have shifted. If if you think about it, things have shifted in your life as a caregiver. It has for me... Your life is not the same as it used to be before you jumped into caregiving. Changes happen and maybe it's still happening for you, like mine is still happening in my caregiver life, in my caregiver journey. And dealing with these changes and these challenges and these barriers and disruptions are hard, are very hard. What about frustrating? Oh my gosh, it's frustrating, it's scary. And then there's all of these uncertainties that we don't know what's going to happen. It's chal- it challenges your beliefs, and it can knock you down. Resilience, though, is a promise of human spirit that it can rise through it all, or that you can rise through it all, that you can move forward with great faith and optimism and recapture it all. Today, I want to provide you with a unique perspective from the caregiving side. And I know being a caregiver yourself, you can definitely relate to this. First and foremost, your ability or disability to believe. When a challenge or situation occurs and we can't find the strength to pick ourselves up, we believe this That we can't pick ourselves up and our mindset is stuck. Our ability to do that, whatever it is, that thing, is slowed down by hurt, by pain, by your trauma, by your grief, or whatever you're feeling. You just can't go on. Think about your struggles. What is that one thing that happened recently that brought you down and you almost felt like you were cemented in and you couldn't physically or emotionally do anything, or you said the words like, I can't do this anymore. When you're in your deepest and darkest time, it's hard to find that mental strength, that mental strength to keep going. First and foremost, you have to be okay with it. You have to grant yourself grace since you are not perfect. You are not, maybe you've never experienced this before, but resilience begins with acknowledging it, acknowledging the challenge, acknowledging the struggle, acknowledging the difficulty of the hardship, whatever it would be. Because picking yourself up and remaining strong in this time is super hard. When we don't allow ourselves to sense it, We don't allow ourselves to feel it. We leave that check engine light on and risk that we will wreck our engine. Hurt and pain are like the engine light. Think of that like that. We can't drive it and hope it gets better. It won't go away. It won't get better. That check engine light, whatever that is for us, will stay on until we check our engine. Hurt and pain are like Again, like that check engine light. I know you have gone through tough situations in which which you've gotten back up and were resilient, and I know you can do it again. Well, this week I struggled with things that I didn't think were struggles at all. Let me take a sip of my coffee before I share this. It helps me kind of keep my throat going. But this week I struggled with all of the logistical things and the hoops and my mom's emotion and all the pressures of my job. So let me just kind of share a little bit. I actually shared in more detail in my private Caregiver Cup community. So just as a sidebar, if you are a working woman caregiver, we get into more detail in my private Facebook group or this private Facebook group called the Caregiver Cup community. So look us up if you want to do that. But I struggled with things like, the, my mom's inhaler wasn't covered underneath her insurance plan. And so we had to go ahead and find an alternative, but then like her oxygen tanks and stuff would be, well, that's crazy. So I, we, we don't want her to get to that point. So we want to have the inhaler. And um, so we, it, I struggled with that. I struggled with covid restrictions and not being able to uh, be in person in some of her at or some of her appointments i struggled with her radiation treatments not being scheduled and then when i leave a message and call all of a sudden they have them scheduled so just all those little minor things my mom was very down this week and so i uh, that brought me down and then i had all of the pressures of projects at work and I was trying to get my taxes done and all of that thing. And so everything just bubbled up. I fought through my doubts and my fears and in my emotional stuff and didn't let it steal my ability to take control of my life. The realization of resilience is that I picked myself up and I went in the wrong direction. And so um, let me back up a little bit here. So, I fought through my doubts and my fears, and I thought through all of those emotions, and I just kept going. And I kept fighting it, thinking that that was the right thing to do. I was actually going in the wrong direction because my emotions were continuing to get the best of me. I started feeling pity for myself. I tried to keep working and, and not pausing to figure out what was wrong. Choices you make next is the most important piece, though, because when I got to the point where it's like, okay, the check engine light's not going to go away, and I finally realized I had to make a choice to go ahead and find clarity. I actually ended up taking the day off on Thursday. I actually spent a lot of time journaling. I spent a lot of time meditating. I rested. I talked with my um my brother. I talked with my husband. I talked with my friends. I talked with my mom, but most importantly, I sat with myself. I had to figure this out. When you go, when you're going through challenges and struggles and And really uh, want to feel like things are going the right way. You have to figure it out. And clarity is what is needed. Clarity is what I needed. I had to ask myself two important questions. Who am I? And where do I want to go? Let me repeat this. And I really think you should make a mental note of this or even write this down. And even if you stick the piece of paper in a drawer, knowing that where it is, and if you run into struggling, challenging situations, you can pull that those two, these two questions out. Who am I and where do I want to go? These are two powerful questions. I had an option. Option one is if I feel pain and sadness, I can just pick myself up. I can push through it. I can shut down my thoughts. I can shut down my emotions and anything, anything else kind of like that, that light on that engine and just kind of ignore it. But if you don't ask yourself, who am I? Where do I want to go or what is my vision? It can be extremely hard to be resilient. The best option is to ask yourself these questions, kind of like, who am I? I am sad. I am hurt. I am frustrated. Think about your situation. I got really deep on that because I wrote at the top of my journal, who am I? You know, and I wrote down, you know, all of the things about being a caregiver. I am a working woman. I am a wife. I am a mom. I am a grandma. I wrote down all of that. Then I will write down that. I will. I am going to look at my check engine light and ask or check in to see what my emotions are. Why am I feeling this way? What actions can I take? Some people refer to this, and in the past, I've referred to it as my what questions, my when questions, my why questions, and my how. But you have to get to I am, who I am, and where do I want to go? And then, kind of, all the things in the middle have to fill in there. You don't want to live in this pain you don't want to. Resilience is the ability to no longer discourage yourself. Or if I looked up resilience, I actually looked it up in the dictionary definition. I didn't like it, so I went into it a little bit deeper. And psychologists define resilience as the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant sources of stress such as family and relationship problems and serious health problems or workplace and financial stressors. So it's a process of adapting in the face of adversity, because just like we talked about last week, you can't get rid of stress, or at least I don't think we can in caregiving, but we can reduce it. And same with resilience. We have to find a process of adapting well in the face of our sources of stress. Are you saying to yourself, it's easier said than done? I was earlier this week and the gals in my um, Caregiver Cup community, a shout out to you if you're listening, you heard my, my live session on Thursday where I talked about it. I said things to myself like, you don't know what this is like. You never went through this before. No one understands. No one cares. I feel alone. You know, those things. I had to stop myself. I had to stop my pity party. Kathy, stop feeling for yourself. Others may not totally understand, but there are others that do understand or do, do want to understand, do want to, do want to. <laughs> don't let yourself go through this. This is a slippery slide and it's a slippery slope into isolation, loneliness, depression. You're closing off your heart and thinking others don't care and you're lying to yourself. Sorry, I'm flipping my notes over here. Yes, maybe your family and friends don't understand, but someone does. The Caregiver Cup Community Facebook group does. We are all going through this together. I know you listening as a caregiver understand. You may not specifically understand my situation, but you understand the emotions. After I assessed my situation, I went back to what I know best. And what I know works for me, and that is journaling. And I journaled, and I journaled, and I journaled. I, I actually meditated or sat with myself. I went for a walk and had time to just think. I talked to my spouse. Like I said before, I talked to my brother. I shared my emotions with my mom, and my mom shared her emotions with me. I jumped on live in my Facebook community and I shared my story hoping that it would help you and others in that Facebook community. Now my, qua- my caution to you, if you can't pr- progress or you have patterns of trauma or stress and it's not going away and you've, you can't figure it out on your own, I am telling you, my friend, it's time for you to go to a licensed professional or a licensed therapist. They are trained and have processes that can help you get through this. And you definitely want to go ahead and move towards that. My closing thoughts today, though, for you is that the caregiver life requires resilience. It requires clarity. It requires you to grant yourself grace. When you find your new day of mindfulness, you'll find that clarity. You'll feel resilient. But each situation is a process. It's a learning experience. It's an education because way back, and I think episode one or two, I talked about the, there is no black book. There's no instructional man, manual to caregiving. It's no different than, you know, raising a child and being a mom. There's no manual to that either. And so we just have to walk this path and learn from each process, learn from each other. I hope you found this episode helpful today. If you did, I would really appreciate it if you gave me a review on whatever podcast site you are. My goal is to continue to spread my experiences and my message with others. And then if you know somebody that's going through a caregiving experience that may benefit from this, please share it with them. Hit that share button and share it with them so that they can go ahead and listen to this message. And maybe this will be something that will help them. And then lastly, if you have further insights or you want to share your message on this podcast, drop me a DM. Because I know I'm not the only one going through situations. Or maybe you have another perspective or another insight that you want to share. So to close today, I wish you moments of joy in your days this week ahead. And as always, it's important to think about filling your cup first. Because you know you can't pour from an empty cup. Bye for now.